And welcome back to another episode of Rip Thrill Podcast. It is episode 52. It is a big day in the history of the Rip Thrill Podcast. We have yours truly. I'm going to go through it in a second, but he is a five-time best and fairest. Probably his main one that he really, really like loved was the one he shared with three other blokes, including yours truly. Uh, he's All-Australian 2017. Best player I've seen to play international rules. I, I honestly say that. Like, I've played it too. I wasn't that good, but I think you were probably the best player I've seen. He's multi-talented at every sport. Golf, tennis, cricket, um, Sudoku. <laughs> he plays his game. He plays his game at the front of the airplane when we travel. Uh, yeah. What a game is that? What game is that? Uh, what is that Scrabble. Called? It's like a, it's a word game, isn't it? Oh, crosswords. No, that's not the one. Anyway, he's a Brisbane Lions captain, Dane the Magician Zorko. He's finally on the show, yeah, Robbo. Finally, I know. I feel like um, 52 I've, episodes. Always, I've always wanted you on. Yeah. It's just a matter of like how to, how to make it work. Golf on Wednesdays. You On a day's off, you are golfing first thing in the morning yep. for like so 7 o'clock till lunchtime. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> are you walking the course? Or are you, nah, are you nah golf you know, we're allowed to drive. You are? Our cars. You just can't be under the <laughs> <laughs> influence, can you? No. Nah. Wednesday morning. Nah, well, yeah. I mean, there's been a couple of I haven't of got anyone on. Through. I haven't got anyone on. That's not true. I've had like Harrow. Had, had Chief. <laughs> yeah, because he was like Golden Fist Award and he was killing it. Who else did you have? Uh, Lucky Chucky Neal when he first oh, got here. Yeah. Charlie Cameron when he first got here. Joey when he first got here. But do, you, do you see what's happening? It's when they first get here. Like, I don't really. So you should have come in 2012. It's when you first got drafted. Is it? I don't, you you should know. I've got it right here. Um, yeah, I'm gonna. What's going on, mate? Like, run me through what you've been up to, because obviously I see you every day at work, but I don't actually ask you like what you're doing. Like, I know I've just started picking up golf again, so I might yeah. see you around the traps. Yeah, I'm probably the most talented in that department. Like, you're interested in doing it, aren't you? I am. I'm <laughs> for one reason or another, but I feel like I need to get out of the house, and I'm not gaming anymore. Yeah, why? So, because there's no games that tickle my balls at the moment. Like, I'm not really fancying anything. Mm. And I like I got you the golf game ages ago. Yeah, remember that? I know, and I still play it. Do you really? So that was. Does Louis still play it? Yeah, that's twenty what twenty twenty. Yeah, probably. It 20, was twenty twenty. It was yeah. like the middle 2K of twenty twenty. Yeah, two K twenty. And I still play that game, so I'm waiting for your next one to come out. <laughs> <laughs> and if two uh, K Sports is watching, yeah. we need twenty twenty two. Lewis is getting bored of that. So no, yeah. Dad, can we buy a new game? No, just give no. him a little footy and you just smack that around no. the house. Uh, what have I been doing, Rob? Yeah. Um. Not a lot. Training. We're, we're back, aren't we? Yeah, we are. Uh, the boys are looking really in good. In scratch match stuff now. Yeah, we are in a match sim. Um, yeah, I've been running my laps. Yeah, so run us through, through your pre-season, what you've been doing. And uh, it's no no being around the bush or whatever. Like, what's, what's your pre-season look like so far to date? Yeah, well, it's probably been a little bit inconsistent, hasn't it? Um, That's two years in a row now, though. Three. Were you with me last year? Yeah, I was with you. Yeah. Running laps. Yeah, I'll never, and, for, and I'll never forget <laughs> running around Zilmi and you've been lapped in a 10-minute fart lap. No, that wasn't it. That, oh, I'd, I'd mentally switched off. And I, I no. had a calf. No, 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 no. I no, had no. a calf. Well, you, so did Lockie, but he was flying. Yeah. No, I mentally switched off then. I, I didn't want to be there. I guess, and you're probably, you're at that age as well. You've got a few tickets in the bank that, yeah. you know, you've done so many pre-seasons leading up that um, missing here and there isn't possibly the worst thing. You've got a base, like correct. More years in the system, you build up a base and a tolerance that you can probably pick it up quicker than that's you know, right. First or four year players. That's right. And I, twenty nineteen, I had a really really good preseason. Twenty twenty was going really good until sort of had a little bit of Achilles issues, and that sort of just tampered me. Yeah. For the last, hampered me for the last two and a bit years. Your chilies. Yeah, that's I mean, not it's good. Get, yeah, it's been frustrating, but it's. I feel like it's on the men now. Like they they're both reasonably strong. It's just a couple little niggles in there that. Have probably stopped me from doing more than what I would have liked to this season, uh, yeah. this preseason. But I'm back now. We're you played every game last year, didn't you? Yep. Yeah. And I think I missed two or three games with it, so it's not that bad. Nah, so you can manage it. Management's the key, um, and I guess we just need to be really careful with what sort of loads we put through yeah, it and yeah. what times we do that. Um, so that's where the, the big dollars come into play at the club. Like you probably know your body better than anyone else, so you yeah. can. But like, it must be frustrating when you're not 100 percent sure. Like. Am I going to get in the park sooner than later? Correct. Like that's where the Achilles, like they're like they're ticking time bombs as well. Like that's it. Don't want to put you under any. And, but, 
they are career ending. And before Christmas, I was fine. I didn't, yeah, yeah, I didn't yeah. have any problems. And then obviously spent a little bit of time over the Christmas break at the beach. And that sort yeah. of just flared them up again. Oh, the uneven surfaces and the sand and stuff. Your feet work so much harder in the sand. Yeah, so yeah. being there for... Um, you are career best hand too. So you, you know, take, take, <laughs> take the good with the bad. I got told that today by Hutto. You know what? You're tan. Tan. I yeah. tell you every time I see you. Yeah, I know, but I don't really notice it. It's just like, you know, the Brickland days. Like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that gets us the boys through those grueling sessions at it does it. eight o'clock in the morning. It does. It, it. Does. it takes your mind we'll off. Talk, it. We'll talk about that in a minute, yeah, like okay. in, in a, in a minute. But, <laughs> but yeah, look, I'm back now. Um, yeah. Do a bit of training. Uh, bit of match sim this Friday yeah. will be good and then so we're doing 420s Friday will you just do half of that or I'm looking to yeah let's go get, get through half of that and then um, we play Adelaide in a couple of weeks yeah play that, that's that's crept up on us it has that's a, I was just about to touch on that like you come back from Christmas and you're like oh yeah we've got eight weeks before we play yeah now that's four. It's like, I still haven't got out there. <laughs> what like, is he? So I'm like, looking at the schedule like, oh, yeah. so I probably need to get one training. These weeks are wind, they're, they're, they're going and I'm not out there. But um, I'll be out there, yeah, this Friday I'll play a little bit. Um, hopefully pull up really, really well yeah. and then we're just back into it. So. That's what you do. You're sucking seed like on a Saturday after the game. That's like, oh, it. It's, it's all about how you pull up, which then determines the next week. Yeah. So, um, But other than that, mate, yeah, haven't been playing a lot of golf, which nah. is... Is that bad? A like, little bit, like yeah. mentally headspace, because that's what a lot of you, a lot of the boys do to switch off. Right? They do, but I feel like no one's really been doing it at the moment. I think COVID's really thrown that in the yeah. in the spanner a little bit. And being out, like shout out to Brookwater, but being out all the way out there is like yeah, blokes and just like want to pack up the cart and drive out. Well, that's minutes. it. You're not going to get there in 20 minutes and play no. and be home. You know, it's 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 a six hour sort of day. And Brisbane are charging out the RC these days. Yeah, we're <laughs> gonna yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> like oh, these footy players got money. No, Brisbane, come on, man, like. Goes both ways. That's it. But no, I'm I'm getting involved in the golf scene now, so I'm gonna gonna see how long I last. My back's already pretty sore. I'm not gonna lie. From two two days of the drive, I've seen range. you overdoing it on your <laughs> socials. Okay, like, <laughs> I'll put up one social I'll, of golf. Se- yeah, but I know that you've been doing it as well. Oh, well, word of mouth gets around the club, obviously. But Jacko's been pumping me up. Huey's been pumping me up. Like, oh, you, you could win a Jacko. I one played day. with you at Brisbane. You can play. When did you play me in Brisbane? That was years ago. It was about six years ago. Six seven years, I reckon, because but I have not. I've played with you. With me, and you mean Richie, right? I'm or you sh- mean- I, don't, I don't think Richie played. I think um, Huey definitely played. Yeah, well, uh, maybe because I pump myself up every now and then. I was like, well, if I put time into it, I'm not bad. But yeah. my back goes, and my, and my day off, you guys play too early. So it's like the running in preseason. It's I'll a play. real management thing with you and that back, isn't it? it, it is. <laughs> gaming, everyone's like, oh, he's got gaming back. He's in his chair for too long. Well, yeah, I'm out doing other shit now. I'm getting, oh, you That goes playing. down to your calf as well, <laughs> doesn't it? <laughs> it does. yeah. goes down to my nuts. I don't do yeah. much of that. <laughs> Um, give us a rundown of 2021, mate. Like, uh, you've had a great year, personally. Yep. Yeah. Got, you think, uh, obviously, the finals type thing is pretty, pretty tough and it mm. obviously weighs on a lot of us boys and uh, we're not getting any younger and you don't know when Father Time's going to tap us on the shoulder. But give us a rundown of what you thought of 2021 and um, going to the preseason, these young blokes that are coming through and where you see us going in 2022. So give us, give us a little chat about that. Yep. So 2021, I thought we... If I just look at the year in a whole, I thought... We probably played some of our best football that I reckon us as a team has ever put together under fakes. It yeah. was, um, you know, our best was clearly as good as anyone else's. Um, that patch especially. Yeah, from patches five, round five to I think 13 or 14, we were, yeah. Number um, one in offense and defense. Yeah, which I don't think many people probably knew. You know, there might be some experts out there that know a little bit more about that stuff. And I don't know, I don't know. You don't reckon? No, no. <laughs> well, they might. <laughs> they might have. Um, so that was a good patch for us, and that was probably the best football I reckon we've seen us play. And I think Birch said when he retired that it's probably some of the best football that he's been a part of as well, mm-hmm. um, which was pretty cool coming from a four-time premiership player. Yeah, that's a good pat in the back. Um, but I just thought, you know, once we probably started a little bit slow and that sort of made us play catch-up, and I reckon we probably yeah. burned a few tickets throughout those uh, middle um, stages throughout the year. Well, and it then felt we, like every game was like a must-win. You know, like you don't you correct. don't really get to... When you start one and four, one and three, one and three, one and three. One and three. You're thinking, oh no, this is. Yeah. Like, I think everyone. I thought we're gonna have a big. I thought we're gonna have a big like win every game. That's it. Thing. I think every player probably thinks, oh wow, can we actually win again? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you go through. Your you, you do. You do. Yeah. You think, oh, I don't know if we can actually win. Yeah. And then when it started rolling, it was like, oh, we're back. Yeah. Correct. And it's amazing that confidence and belief that players get in them. And then, you know, we saw some of the performances like Huey mm. and Zach and you against GWS. Oh, t- hey. <laughs> hey, where did that come from? The yeah, point? I don't know where that came from. They got from. me a new contract, that's all I know. There we go. Next day, Danny Daly was like, oh, hey, Robbo, <laughs> come in here, mate. I was like, oh, I didn't go out after the game, so I didn't fuck up. So yeah. I was like, 
What's up, Danny? Oh, yeah, we're talking to your managers already. I'm like, oh, I'll find, I'll I'll find a game. All it takes is 30 and 4. That's unbelievable. Yeah, I'll do Yeah, it, it was a good game, though. That's probably the best game I've seen you play. Yeah. Knock me off three that game. That's fine. <laughs> Did you get two? I think so. No, I know. <laughs> <laughs> don't act like you don't know. Um, so, yeah, I think um, holistically from the team, we've faced a lot of adversity as well. Obviously, Eric going down, camp yeah. before the season. Yep. Um, Dan McStay through the finals. Jack Payne through the finals. Sort of threw us out a little bit, but... I think overall it was a season that can certainly help build into this season. Yeah. And I think we've seen that in the preseason so far. Yeah. We've got a lot of people going through different positions. A lot of people, you know, in some of the best um, condition I've seen. You know, Locke looks amazing. Mm, he does. Um, he's flying. And Nakaya as well. Like those Nakaya, guys. Um, Kitty Coleman's put a lot of work How, in him. He, he's my smoky for most improved this Breakout, year. Yeah, yeah. Big time. And then obviously Cam, who has come back off an ACL and looks really, really good. Yeah. So um, if anyone's come down and watched our practice matches, you'd be like, who's this new recruit? Like yeah. Cam just looks like a different player. Good. So um, there's a lot a lot for us to uh, to build off. Obviously, we're going to get Eric back at some point this year. We're going to get Cam. Yeah. Injuries happen. We understand that. But I feel like we're better equipped. And I think mentally going through those losses and that adversity last year will help strengthen us for this year. So mm. I'm actually quite optimistic about the year. I think the start's obviously important for every team. And I think um, but if we can get that right and not playing catch up for the first few rounds, I think we can put a lot more energy into the back half of the season and um, hopefully be really dangerous, Robbo. I think we've certainly got the team to do it. I think so. so. It's uh, exciting times at Brisbane and I think all the um, what are they, the champions in the press, they say, oh, yeah. <laughs> champions in <laughs> the experts. Oh, the experts. The experts in the press. <laughs> yeah, Brisbane are a couple of years away. Brisbane can't do this. It right can't now. be a couple of years away because I don't have that <laughs> That's right. Yeah, so we've got to be soon. Experts, later. we're ready. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's how I see the season unfolding for yeah. us. But we've got a lot of young depth coming through. We've got added three fantastic young kids this year. I've said it once and I'll say it again. That main training we had when they first all trained with us was the best I've seen from a first I'd, year group. I've never seen anything like yeah. it. I was, I was Which is away. exciting. Yeah. I mean, for a team that's finished fourth on the ladder to pick up three kids as good yeah. as what they are. Yeah. Wow. Darcy's going to be, I reckon he's like, he's... <laughs> He's pretty funny, like he's yeah. a different cat, but I reckon he's going to be a really good player. Oh, th- he wants to learn. I think that's yeah. the beauty about all three of them. Kai, um, the, uh, Darcy, Darcy, and Jimmy Tunstall. Like they Jane, all, J- Jason Tunstall. Jason Tunstall. <laughs> like they all just want to learn. Yeah, yeah. It's a different breed these days. It is, eh? Hey. We go through back in your day, mate, when you got overlooked like 17 times oh, in the draft. Okay, let's, let's, oh, we might as well get that out of the way because every time we play Gold Coast, there's always an article like, oh, the bricklayer, he uh, didn't get picked up like three years ago. How bad for Gold Coast not to pick, choose him and all this kind of stuff. And then you come to Lions and you're five-timer, All-Australian, like probably most handsome you've ever been in your career right now. Um, run, <laughs> run us through, like, run us through. We're going from bricklaying at seven in the morning to yeah, getting on like AFL. I do like those stories. Yeah. To uh, getting on an AFL list and then just going, yeah, suck that. Yeah, well, I guess getting back to your... Um Comments about that always coming up for Q Clash. It does get over it. And I think surely one thing Hamo's. I'm sick of it now. Things, ha- since Hamo's come in as our media manager, he sort of really put those sort of questions mm. to bed. And um, but you're right. There was a period there I was doing the press conference for Q Clash in the first five years. Like yeah. it was the same question. Like I can understand what they're doing. They're trying to build it up. Yeah, I get it. But like, how many times can you answer the same thing every time? Yeah, you might have to. So anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I had a different pathway, Robbo. Yeah, uh, but. Sort of extremely grateful that I was able to go out, work, and see the real life before yeah. you get to the glory and then, days. Like, I felt like I worked extremely hard to get to the position I am today. Uh, so that's, I guess, that's rewarding in itself. And um, I don't think I would have been great to have come into the AFL system as an eighteen-year-old. But what age did you get drafted? Twenty-one. I think I was twenty-one. So first year was and when I was twenty-two. Games as well. So you haven't missed a beat. I th- yeah, I think maybe twelve. Six games. Most of them are through suspension. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know, like, I don't even know if getting suspended. Like, I always get tarnished with that brush. Like, yeah. oh, Robbo's a dickhead and stuff and get suspended. But I don't, like, last year I didn't get any free kicks against. I would just say, like, I obviously got a few, but I didn't get suspended. I've been suspended for ages. But I was still like this guy who gets suspended. Yeah. But um, you actually lose missed games. Yeah, well, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> But I don't notice you missing games through that stuff. Like, no one brings it up. Nah, well. Well, 12 games. Yeah, well, you do. Yeah, well. You do. Nah, so the first six I missed, um, they were through injury. So I missed mm-hmm. my first six games ever in the AFL. And then I think I got a couple of, um, uh, yeah. Yeah, so I so missed the first six games with that. Yeah, and then I got sort of suspended for, I guess, yeah, just like. Just gut, silly stuff. The gut punches. Yeah, the gut punches. And, yeah, and they're trying to crack down, so you're a lot being. Yeah, I got got a couple of them. Um, 
But that's like, you, you can easily stop that. So it's more like, uh, well, they're, they're tightening down on those little gut punches. And some blokes get done for sling tackles, which is like not their fault. Yeah, too, that, so. yeah. so obviously it's, they're trying to weed out a lot of things in the game and I've probably a victim of those a couple of times. So yeah, like durability-wise, I've been Amazing. able to play a fair few games. Um, Growing up, um, in your higher teens, like obviously teams overlooked you because of... Maybe your height. I don't know if that's yeah. the, is that the reason. Yeah, like, is that, is that is that the reason or not? I don't know because I've never seen you. I had a perception that I was because I was at Broadbeach that we were a bit of a party boy, and oh. then we were a little bit of a party boy sort yeah. of club. Um, and I've always wondered. That's not if, your fault. Well, it could be. But I've always wondered if I went to Southport whether that would, it would be different. Would it have been different? So what Southport um, look like? Are they the the squeaky well, clean guys? The, oh, I wouldn't say squeaky clean, but that would just that was like the club in Queensland. Okay, that, but who cares? It's Queensland, like. They played well, a footy club, but maybe... Uh, yeah, but when I was coming through, Robert... <laughs> <laughs> Back in my day, you, you are fucking two months older than when me, I, like bastard. When You're I was coming one through... One and two at the club, one and two. Yeah, yeah. Little t- Believe it or not, 33 tomorrow. Oh, what? Yeah. Hang on, let me do this. Thanks, guys. Yeah. 33! Yeah. That's fucking old. Yeah, it is old. You don't, you don't think that's old? Like we, uh, we don't act 30, we don't act like we're 30s. I, yeah, nah, that's right. And I don't feel like we look 30. Nah, I look like 24. I man. see Birch and Hodgie and they <laughs> come through, I'm like, they old. <laughs> I don't feel like that. Even Steph Martin. Steph, I know you're listening. He is grey as a guest. Like, I look at him and I go, he's way older yeah, than me. Yeah, I'm like, not 32. Nah. I'm not. So, yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. If I went to Southport, would it have been yeah, different? Okay. But I, I'm, pre- I'm just going to throw it there. I think it's a height thing. Because it wasn't blokes getting drafted at like, like it wasn't any Caleb Daniel, Dan Zorko, uh, Ian Callanan who got picked up like at yeah. really late. It was a lot of, um, I, I felt like in our draft years, Robbo, mm. that they were looking for more athletes. Yeah. Like we like had a the couple of Crips type guys, like yeah. the big tall midfielders. We had a couple of um, guys from Queensland that athletically looked really good. And Brent Renouf. That's, there's one. There's one. Yeah. He was me Ruckman for a couple <laughs> of years. <laughs> yeah, I sent him in Darwin recently. He went actually. to me school. Like, we won a school's cup together. Oh, let's yeah. go. Yeah. What school was that? Benoa. Shout out to Miami. Benoa. Benoa. Yeah. Yeah. No, they, they, they really create some great players from Benoa. My under-14s team. Go, who, what's, what's the school again? Benoa. No, yeah, that's, that's school. But <laughs> Surface Paradise Demons where I started. <laughs> let's go. We had myself, Ricky Pettard. Oh. Brent Renouf. Yeah. Jesse White. Jesse White? All, Is he a Queensland boy? Yeah. We're all in the one team. That's we, not bad. We played hundreds of games together. Not together. Hundreds. No, no, no. Because no, no, I always combined. played up. They were older than me. Oh, okay. I always played up. Yeah. And they've all been delisted. Yeah. <laughs> but they all had good they, careers. Yeah, Ricky, Ricky was good. He went to Richmond for a bit after Melbourne. Yep. Um, Jesse finished at Collingwood, right? Or did he go somewhere else after that? He, he, he does did finish at Collingwood, didn't he? He does a lot of good stuff with um, he was drawings Sy- and shit. He, does, he, does, he, was he did, did the podcast logo. He was in Sydney. Yeah. Now he's in Adelaide. Yep. Uh, and Brent Roof. He won the won premiership at Hawthorne, Hawthorne and fell and into then, a fire, and then went to, <laughs> and then went to Hawthorne, uh, Port Adelaide. Yeah, he did finish up there, didn't he? So, so there you go. And you're a one club player, two hundred game player. Yeah. Um, I was going to ask you, your yeah. brother. So your brother played indoor cricket for Australia. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I'm fascinated by this because you are. You always ask. I me do. This. I do. But <laughs> like you're obviously multi talented. Like I'm not, I'm not just kissing you on the dick. Like, yeah. Like cricket, tennis, golf. Yep. I don't know. If, like whatever, what else else there is. Um. Why didn't you play cricket like your brother? Or you, you just didn't care about that much? Because he represented Australian indoor cricket, right? Yeah. And you're yeah. really good at indoor cricket. I like playing it, yeah, I do. So run us through, like, how come footy stuck and those other sports weren't a thing? Well, I think he probably wasn't as good at footy, oh, Okay, if that made sense. Yeah, like, yeah. He was better at cricket. Yeah. And he just sort of – he started playing outdoor cricket, was good at that. And Dad played indoor cricket with his mates every, every once single a, week. Once a week? They, they still go down to the – like, they're all – nearly pushing 70 and they still go to the indoor cricket center and yeah. drink on a Wednesday night and yeah. watch that's now the, that's their the dream. kids come through and play. That's the dream. So like, mate, they, we spent a lot of our childhood at the indoor cricket center yeah. on a Wednesday night watching dad play cricket. And we would just play like myself, my cousins, their kids would all just play. Um, and then we got integrated into the team. Yeah, like, okay. Oh, oh we're you sure, playing with the seniors? Yeah. We're playing with like dad and all his mates. Yeah. Um, and Bo just got really good. Like he just shout out Bo. I know he's a long time listener, first time caller. But <laughs> um, when when he did he really re- when did he rep? When did he rep? Uh, he went. He made the under nineteen Australia team, and he went to South Africa, and he was the only Damn. batsman to not get out. Which like that just doesn't happen. You, you get out. You always get an out, and you like, get no out easily. What. Easily off get the out. net, you off the back net, one hand catch, court, anything. Only batsman throughout the whole tournament to not get out. Which is give him a clap. <laughs> Bo Desert. So like, he. Oh, that's pretty that's, impressive. Mate, that's, um, that's on the resume. And now he still plays with dad, well, dad's mates and that. And have you, in the off year, did you go have a I look? have played, yeah. Yeah. I, my, first, my first few years, I went down and played on Were a Wednesday night. Yeah. What, what are you making? 
Uh, so I'd always bat with um, the wicketkeeper. Yeah, okay. Uh, That's usually the better bat. We'd normally go first and... Somewhere between twenty eight and forty, we would average, which is that's, that's pretty good with the new ball. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. pretty good. Is there is there a thing in their cricket with new balls like that? Oh, uh, with the new ball, not they the swing ball. up. They swing a lot more. Yeah, yeah, they can Surely they can not. do a few things. Um, so we would I'd always open and I'd field up the back. Yeah. So like stop. That's that's where it's hardest. Off yeah, the net, gotta be agile. The guys are ripping in the yeah, throws yeah, as well. Yeah. So like standing at the net while my brother's Fuck from here that. to your kitchen sink away ripping in a pill. Mm-mm. Like it gets pretty scary, but my reflexes were. They oh, just like got so good. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've been hitting the shin with the, one of those balls and they're fucking killed. Yeah, yeah, they hurt. I had a lump for like, I Bro, reckon I a loved, year. I love jumping up on the nets and like <laughs> yeah. running blokes out. That's your ADHD or something because you like you bounce off the back of the net, like, do a cool dive and throw. And you know, with my little spicy attitude, Rob, I, I got into my fair <laughs> share of brawls. <laughs> oh, on a quick note, Archie Smith got into a big punch up the other night. Did he? And Nick Robbo DM'd the guy, the, no. the ref, and was like, I'll fucking find you where you, where you live. Oh, it's, kind of, it's the funniest shit. Like, Robbo's messaged him from Perth. Uh, Message the umpire. That <laughs> that's unbelievable. So, All right, well, we're about yeah. to get into the... We've got five minutes, but yeah. I'm excited. To, like, we're talking to Kyrgios. That is... I yeah. got you on for a reason, because I think that you're good for this. I am... Um, and because Sean's kind of been lacking in the... the has he been? ...the personality department. Oh, and Shawnee. I feel like we've been bouncing off each other. Oh, we get it. Uh, we, just talked <laughs> we did say that we'd get it at the club today. So it sort of doesn't surprise me that it's worked, Rob. Um, you said you had Zorko. Um, Emmett has mentioned me and goes, Zorko, me and my spicy attitude, Robbo. <laughs> <laughs> she listens. She's, she's got a microphone upstairs. Yeah, it's um, the head, Charlie Cameron's head. house. Yeah. <laughs> nah, so we're gonna, I'm going to give him a call in five minutes, but... It's going to be sick to have the Curios on the board. Like, because like, you're a uh, tennis fan, right? I love the tennis. Yeah, so you I watched it every night. The questions we're going to ask, yeah, you did. The, but you also, oh, I'm going to ask you after the, the Curios stuff about the, the reality TV shows, how much you bum them. You love them. Love them. And I turned on um, Mass. Mass the other night, and I knew the spewed up in my mouth. Yeah, like, but you probably tuned you, you in the wrong yeah, time. Yeah, you got to be into it from the start, right? I think so. You probably, I reckon, if you tuned in last night, you would have got a greater appreciation of it. It was last night, wasn't it? Dinner party? No, nah, no. Nah, you were a couple of nights ago. They were still at the weddings and stuff. It's real awkward and just cringy. That's just an introduction to get your personalities mm. in a room and okay. sort of. Get, and then when they get in the room, they just now go shit for happens. It. They go for okay, it. Okay, so what's your top three, by the way? Maths? No, top three reality shows. Uh, actually, no. I ask you after that because I actually want to de- like dive into that and ask you what you'd be good on. Yeah, good idea. Um, yeah, so hang on, we'll pause it now because we're about to call him and Let's just get the king. Check. We'll get the king on. You nervous? Like you're shitting yourself. I was reading your questions. I hope he doesn't answer. <laughs> He's letting me ring through. Hey, bro. Nick King Curios. It is Mitch Rollinson and Dane Zucker. No. Wait, give me two seconds. I just need to um, fill my water. Fill your water? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this fucking bloke. Give me one second. <laughs> <laughs> uh, have you ever been, uh, yeah. have I'm been, here, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> Nick Kyrgios, is Mitch Robinson and Dane Zorko. He's our Brisbane captain up here. We are on the Rip Through Podcast. Thank you for taking the time to talk you, to us. You told me, you told, Robo told me that you're, Robert, you told me that you're the captain. I'm not the captain, no. Nah. Look at me. Nah, that doesn't surprise me. Just, Look at I'm me. Just, I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding. Nah. What's going on, guys? Nah, mate, so pretty much, I've, I've been wanting to talk to you for ages, but I want to let the dust settle after the doubles win and all your media stuff going on because we, we know you're pretty famous on that kind of shit. But I just want to give like the, the people at home a little bit of uh, insight into you. Your highest rank was 13 in 2016, currently ranked 122. Yeah. We won't talk about that. French Open third no, I round. Don't, I don't really play much, no, but well, yeah, it's all good. Well, that's fine. Let me finish my thing first. French Open right, third right, right, round, right, right, right. 2015 and 16. Wimbledon qualifying right. final in 2014. You would have been like 18 then. I watched that too, King. I watched that. Don't worry about oh. that. How old was he then? How old were you in 2014? Maybe 18. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's where he did his most dangerous work, I reckon. And US Open <laughs> his third round in 2014, 16, 18 and 19. He's just flown, mate. Nick Curio. Yeah, the king. Can you hear that? Woo! We're going, they're going nuts, mate. No, they're going nuts. no, the crowd's here. Hey, how is the aftermath of the, the doubles, mate? Because, you know, you're pretty much the, the talk of the town for the whole two weeks of that event, and then you end up winning it. How, how's the aftermath been, and what have you been up to? Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's been pretty full on, obviously. You know, played. I, I think I had a really good singles performance as well. You know, I was feeling good, and um, the doubles are just out of nowhere, to be honest. I've been playing with 
TK was kind of last minute. We kind of just sent each other a WhatsApp saying, going to play. And, <laughs> What's you know, I didn't really know. I sent him a WhatsApp just saying, like, hey, do you want to just, we kind of just sent each other WhatsApp saying, do you want to just give it a go? And then it ended up turning into probably one of the funnest experiences for both of us. And to be honest, it's been pretty full on. Um, it's been exhausting for me personally. Like, mm. it's been insane. But, you know, I can't really go outside. No, no, no peace, no, no peace in flight at the moment. So I'm just, um, it's still fully hectic, you know. I'm in Sydney trying to get into some nice routine and then just get back into training as I'm going overseas in, in three weeks. Yeah, how, how, so how's the WhatsApp start? Like, how much time do you have to give the Australian Open notice before you play? Like, is it just like, hey, bro, um, I'm playing singles, obviously, but do you want to pair up? Is that how it works? And then, like, Yeah, li- li- literally. It's, it's literally as simple as just sending each other a WhatsApp and then one of our agents just basically signs us in three days beforehand and then we play. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> That's crazy to me. Have you ever played? Yeah. Have you played the mix before, Nick? Yeah, I played the mix doubles. I've I've played a couple grandstands mix doubles. I mean, that's just a bit of fun, really. Like if your single doesn't really go as planned, but yeah, you know the doubles is you know we beat some really good players. And honestly, I just don't know how it, I don't know how it happens. To be honest, what no ha- idea. What no happened, idea. What happened in the change rooms with the Croats after the game when you knocked them off? Because they were ranked pretty high. Oh. Yeah, is that why? Because you guys yeah, shouldn't have won. Is that why they got pissed it, off? Yeah. Well, they were the number one doubles pair in the world. Oh, and, what? you know, <laughs> like me and Fanasi, like I've just basically rolled off my couch in Canberra. <laughs> and Fanasi's, you know, just come back from obviously the last couple of years, just injured, hasn't played much. Yeah. And, you know, they were just frustrated in the locker room. Like I understand, you know, I mean, I'm sure you guys get into, I think tennis, the, 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 the tennis culture is quite, you know, reserved and it's obviously not as, you know, mm. physical or, yeah. you know, just not as confrontational, but they were just, the, the trainer actually squared up at me in, in the in the locker room. And Does he realise you're six gym. foot four and you can throw him? Does he know that or not? Well, he was just really, really angry and Fanasi was, Fanasi kind of played a diffusing kind of role. Yeah. He was like, no, nah, no, guys, just calm down. And I was just like, <laughs> enjoy, I was basically just saying like, I don't give a fuck, like enjoy your flight home, like I don't care. Like enjoy your flight home, I'll, I'll book it for you. Like, And I was just like, what do you expect it was going to be like yeah, in yeah. Melbourne? After yeah. We've all been locked by. Melbournians have been locked down for 300 days. Always extra energy. I was like, what do you expect? You're playing Chiriot in Melbourne. Like, what do you expect it to be like? Do you know what I mean? Quiet, please. So so you knock off them, then you take on Michael Venus and his mate, and then he's had a go at you after the match as well. Is that well, New Zealand? I mean, yeah, that's New Zealand. Uh, yeah, I mean, look, the, the fact that I'm making double players relevant is, I think, extraordinary mm. for the sport. I think tennis has never had this much attention ever. Yeah. And I think it's, it's actually great for the fans, for the growth of the sport, for the people that are not interested in tennis. I think all eyes on tennis, which is which is amazing. And I think, you know, once the big three kind of retire, like, it needs, yeah, it needs, <laughs> it needs some help. Exactly. I was going to so, ask you, like, how, how do you rate uh, a doubles, like a doubles win like that in the champ, like getting the, the championship? Is it like a... Do the do tennis players really care about it? Or like, obviously, it's awesome to win it, but like in in a, in a yeah. sanctum, and you're like, oh fuck, like let's really win this. Or it's like, oh, you know, if it happens, it happens. Well, I mean, look, like I've won some pretty big singles titles, and I've you know played some in all the stadiums around the world. And this, for me, it's definitely ranked one. Like, I think let's go. You know, mm. it's still over. It's still over like a 14 day period. Like, it's never easy. You know, you you mm. to, to, to string it together at a Grand Slam, like. Say you've won a Grand Slam, it's like from where I came from and, and the criticism and, and, you know, just, you know, my parents, like when my parents kind of saw me, you know, win the win the title, I, I know how much it meant. It kind of like, it kind of made sense, you know. It yeah. made sense to me why they sacrificed so much to, to win a Grand Slam title. But, yeah, I mean, obviously, I was actually really professional all of two weeks, you know. My day off, I was getting up at 7 a.m. I you know, saw that on the ground. Yeah, Tanasi was kind of... You know, partying every night type thing, like just, you know, <laughs> going to relax. And, and then I kind of just said, look, it's the quarterfinals. I was like, man, like we can actually do this, you know, like we're, yeah. we're, we're only three matches away from, you know, and it's almost resurrected his career a little bit. You know, he's like, you know, he was injured for five, six years and, and to win a Grand Slam, obviously for deals, for money deals, for just to put him back on the map. I think it's crucial for him to have a result like that. Um, but for me, it's definitely rank one. Is there a resentment from the other doubles players that like you guys have just come and yeah, just taken and out of this limited preparation? Like, is, is that why you reckon they were getting so fired up and so pissed off that you guys were going so well? Oh, I mean, they just 
I mean, you guys, you know how people are. They just, I mean, I'm not, I'm not a jealous, envious person at all. Like, I just go about it the way I go about it. Like, I haven't yeah. played, I played the same, and I go about it the same since I was ten years old. Like, everyone that knows me knows that. Yeah. And I feel like, but if I didn't use the crowd support, if I didn't use the crowd support and get them up and about, like, I don't think we would have won. I, I don't think I'd be taking advantage of that. So, mm. I guess they're just salty because. I guess no one really liked them. Like when they were on the court, like everyone was going for us. Like Bruh, just, that's I don't know how you felt, man, but I could not stand that suey shit. Like I, I know if I was trying, I was hoping they did something that you could trademark, and that's oh, that's curiosity thing. But like obviously it's Ronaldo, but them whole going crazy with suey, like it done my head in. But yeah, for you, did you feed like, off it? it? Was, like right. did you think it was boom? No, no, I thought no, it was no, boom. You're a boomer, mate. You're a boomer. Like I knew it was suey. <laughs> no way. I couldn't have it. Like I was like, well, at least give them something they can use, like for merchandise or some shit. Like that's what I was thinking. No, it was definitely it was definitely overwhelming. Like the first match I played at the AO, my singles where I where I got off, it was just insane. Like every point, it was just mm. they were just yelling that over and over again. I was like, fuck. It was it was tough to concentrate at times, but yeah, it, yeah. it was a bit full on. But look, like I'm not going to complain. Like the, the the people of Australia need sport right now. Like yeah. I know, yeah. Like I think it's going to be exciting seating season for, for all for all sports, you know, just people need to get out and about. So I wasn't really critiquing, you know, people were just crazy. You know, being locked down for three hundred days, I mean, pretty That's pretty full on. I was gonna ask you, so like I've known you for a year and a bit now, but like the public yeah. perception, I I know you don't really care too much about it, but um yeah. the, the professional like bloke that you've been like the last two years, I reckon, since the the fires, when you know you you gave money for the you raised money for the fire victims and all that stuff. Yeah. From then on, I've seen like a different person portrayed in the media, and I think it's a like a credit to yourself. But you haven't changed the way you've gone about it. What do you think's come down to? Like, why are people suddenly like, oh, you know, Kyrus is actually a good bloke, or you know, used to be this the one side of like, oh, he's spoiled, he you know, his attitude yeah. stinks. Like, where the, yeah. where's that fuck? Where's that changed? Well, I mean, I've I've always gone about it the same way, and like. I guess I guess I just stayed true to myself. Like when I when I when I copped all this criticism and yeah. you know he's spoiled, he's entitled. And I'm like, bro, like I was broke as a joke when I was young. Like I didn't get help from any of the governing bodies. Like I did it all myself. Like my parents sacrificed everything. Like my dad's a fucking painter. Like he came yeah. from Greece in 1965. Like I don't know where this spoiled and entitled. Like yeah. I guess I just had a massive chip on my shoulder because. I was doubted because I was overweight as a kid. I got told by coaches in tennis Australia that I was too fat to make it. I was unfit. Like, so it was basically just a fuck you. Like, I guess the way I went about it was just like, I was just super confident. I I was, I always backed myself. And I don't know, I kind of, I never wanted to, I didn't really care about the public perception, but when I was doing all these things to say, like when I organized the, like the rally for relief for the bushfires and, you know, I was driving around to drop groceries off for COVID, that wasn't, for the media sake, like I couldn't really care what kind of coverage I got. Like yeah. I have my foundation and stuff. Like I don't really care about that stuff. I just know that deep down, and the people that know me, like I'm incredibly generous. Like I love to use my platform. Like you know, like we use our platforms as athletes. I think we're obligated to help. And when I see kids that are low on confidence or overweight or you know afraid of just getting out there and 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 just, you know playing sport, that's where yeah. I just I love to just kind of step in and, and say, look, that's exactly how I was as a young kid. Um. But I think that I think people just appreciate my honesty now. Like you know, I'll, I'll stand up for what I think's right, and I'm just going to be myself at all times. And I think it's relatable. Like kids need to. I think the society just tries to act like they're they're like something else. You know, I just mm. I'm just myself, Robert. You know that. Like, I do. Know. It's a breath of fresh air, man. Like from from seeing you on TV and what the media portrayed you to like playing video games with you and talking to you on the regular. Like it's it's a completely different. Like on like knowing you as a person, I wouldn't have seen that in the media and stuff because you're a fucking you're a really nice guy and. And you're always yourself. You love to gag and make jokes of yourself, and you have that yep. confidence about yourself. Like I, you don't see that. All you see is what they portray. So I don't know. Like that's the reason why I started this podcast is to you know keep you know, journalists accountable and you know give players a, pl- a platform to talk about this stuff. Like without being judged. That's why I was just asking that question because from what the public see you as before, you know, two years ago, whatever it was, yep. it wasn't you know the best of light. But now it's like I feel like the Australian public like really love this breath of, breath of fresh air and the way you go about it. Yep. I guess it's similar. Yeah, just like the other day. The other day, like, I just got, like, like, they, they twisted my words, like, again, like, about that oh, party. Here like, we go. It <laughs> <laughs> yeah. takes one journey, bro. But I'm just like, I'm just like, I grew up with Ash Party from, from nine years old. Like, I traveled around the world with the, like, through Asia, through the depths of Asia. And I was yeah. always, like, I knew that she was going to win Grand Slam. So, like, I love, I love Ash Party. So, it's like, when I see the media just trying to spin and stuff, like, now, it's just like, 
you guys, they're just always trying to divide people. Like, yeah. I love fucking Ashmati, and I wasn't trying to compete. I just think that, like, we did do a great job, myself, Sanasi, and Ash, to get the energy going, and the ratings yeah. were up. Like, that's all I said. And then they're like, why don't you Kirill take the shot at Ashmati? I'm just like, dude, <laughs> everyone just, I'm just like, what the oh. fuck now? Like, I'm <laughs> crazy. So how do you respond to that? And, like, how do you cop your criticism? Like, all sports people get criticism on social media and that. How yep. do you deal with it? Do you yep. either look at it? Do you bother about it? Like, how do you wipe something that a, that a journo just, just writes about you that's complete rubbish? Well, I think, I mean, look, I, I don't think it's ever been as hard for an athlete to kind of go through what we have to go through. Like, with social media now, mm. I mean, I'm still going through it. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm 26, but, you know, I've been going through it for a while. Just the negative comments on a daily basis that I think athletes, have to deal with like subconsciously that they're all going in all the negative comments you might not really care but you see them all and it's not i still get angry, I still get angry. like I, I i've blocked that many fucking people since mm. like yeah. even like the last couple of weeks like you still cop it on the yeah. regular like you go to your unread and, and like, you see all these peasants in there that's like having a crack right. at you for no reason like you don't even fucking know me like why yeah i know and it's, it's sometimes like because like, my, my brother has alopecia so he doesn't grow hair and it's just like you could might get like i get comments about that like oh he looks yeah, like a cancer bullshit. patient it's just like it's just not and then it's like we have to like i feel like as athletes now we have to have such thick skin because mm, yeah if we let everything get to us it's not just the journos like the like the journos is light shit now like i just laugh at it yeah it's yeah. more so just like the general comments of everyone and people like just negative energy that i think us athletes that we just have to we have to just learn to just embrace it for some reason where it's not normal at all like people shouldn't have to embrace that type of negativity you shouldn't have to and i think they're they're changing the rules around social media you're having to i think a few afl players came out and said they want to um enforce like to you have to have an id to sign up or you have to use your parents id to sign up so you don't have these little trolls and all that kind of stuff on the social media so i think that'd be a good idea to go about it definitely because like young kids like that are up and coming like 17 18 year olds like i didn't know how to deal with it when i was young like and i really struggled like and i took it personally and it put me in places, dark places where you, you start abusing drinking and, and all these outlets to try and mask all the pain. Like it was, yeah. it was hard. It was hard to block it out. It was, it was really hard. So what's on for this year, mate? I know you're um, you're traveling soon, right? You're going to America for what is it? The Indian yep. Wells? Wells? Yeah, I called it India Wells <laughs> when we were talking before. But yeah. what's what's going on yeah. with Under Curious in 2022? Like we want to know. Like what are you doing? Um. Well, I've got. I'm going to LA first for a couple of days. I got. I'm uh, look. My my. My sort of 2022 is, is the outside of tennis. You know, obviously playing tennis and trying to do some great things on court, but I'm just trying to do so much stuff now off court with, you know, collaborating with different companies and stuff. I'm just kind of using it as a springboard. You know, I always wanted to be remembered more, kind of as more than just a tennis player. You know, I've kind of I already done like an entrepreneur, man. Like, you've got so much drive about you. Like, I talk about yeah. off-field, like off-AFL field, like oh, you can make a lot of money or you can do some stuff that you're yeah. really, in, like, in, in, interested yeah. in or you're passionate yeah. about. What, what, what's your go-to? Well, I mean, big thing for me was, you know, doing stuff at the NBA. So, obviously, collaborating with Kyrie earlier in my career was kind of the springboard. To Let's make go. Me realize that I, what was that? I could be, you know, uh, that was in 2019. Uh, we made a shoot together, which was pretty cool. Oh, hey. Oh, okay, okay. So, like, that, that kind of gave me the inspiration to, you know, do some more things off the court. But, look, I just, I don't really know. I, I, I hate planning and I hate, you know, building a plan. <laughs> I just like to take it day by day and just. You know, I just came off the basketball floor, played for two hours. I just, I just love to go with the bloke. <laughs> I was going to ask you, like, yep. if tennis wasn't your thing, I've, I've actually seen you can actually ball out, right? I've, I've watched your stuff. Like you with um, can you play? Yeah, like, I've, haven't you seen him? I've, I've seen him shoot around, but yep. I want to know, can he play? Yeah, okay, can you play? Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty good. Yeah, I'm <laughs> six foot four. We have Nick Curious <laughs> coming down the court with a ball in his hand. <laughs> Yeah, no, I can play. I use it for cardio too. I mean, obviously, you got the like, cross training can be pretty useful at times. Yeah. How are your Boston Celtics so, yeah. going to go this year? Oh, we're, we're actually starting to find some form, starting to find some form, but obviously it was a slow start. But you know, I I, I die by the Celtics. So could you could we'll you see, do a, could we'll you see. do a thing like Jay Cole did, come and play in the in the G League? G League. Do you reckon you could do that or no? Um, maybe I don't know. I mean, I, I trade with a bunch of the NBL D one players in Sydney and um. So we'll see. Maybe one day. I don't know. You're 26. You've got plenty of time to do that. Tell us a little bit about your um, collab with Beyond Meat. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't. Eat, I haven't eaten. Um, so I went plant-based um, for, a, for a while, and then I kind of got a bit tired on court and in the gym, so I, I decided to eat some seafood. But I haven't eaten meat now for a while. So 
right. I just wanted to really, you know, it was something I was passionate about. I stopped eating meat for animals and um, it wasn't such a health thing, but there was a couple athletes that kind of swung my way to be on meat, obviously a bunch of NBA players and there's a couple of good athletes I really, you know, I just, I don't know, it's something I'm passionate about. I don't like just, you know, repping brands that I'm not really passionate or mm. authentic about. So yeah. Beyond Meat was one that I, I really wanted to get on board and we did a couple of cool things in New York and we're doing a big, uh, big thing in Australia with like snags and burgers and stuff. So I'm pretty excited about it. Oh, that's, I, I, so literally Daniel told me that about a half an hour ago that you, you partnered up with Beyond Meat. So shout out to Daniel for doing that. But mate, I can't get enough of your social media moment. You are in love. What is happening oh, there? No, mate. No, like, he's I'm, right. I'm lucky it's the podcast. I'd love to be giving it to you a little bit. But you are <laughs> love struck, mate. Like, run me through meeting Costine. Is it, how do you say it? Costine? Yeah, Costine, yeah. Costine, run me through. That's really, really, really good pronunciation, to be honest. Was it? I'm, I was, I've never heard her name before. Yeah, I've read, it, I've read it how I said it. Costine, yeah. But run me through that, mate, because, like, that's kind of, you know, Obviously, it's got a lot of media attention. She's been with you everywhere in Australian mm. Open, and now you know you can't stop posting about her. So, what's going on? Run me through that. When are you getting on the knee? Yeah. Um. No, nah, she's definitely the one. Definitely. Oh, the one. Oh, oh, he's dropped it here. He's dropped it on he's here. It. Shit. Oh. Um. But yeah, like I don't know. Like I'm just gonna look. She's she's awesome. She's she supported me a lot. She gets my training. She gets the pressure I go through and. It's just easy with it. Everything seems easy, you know. Drama, life's hard enough as it is, so I think you need just someone to, to understand. Obviously, as an athlete and, and the lifestyle we kind of live, it's, you need someone that's fully understanding of all the pressures you go through as well. Yeah. But, you know, she's awesome. She's 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 super supportive, loving, and she's everything I need right now. So, it's so this is this um, title of the podcast is going to be She's the One. <laughs> Surely that goes viral. Now, Nicholas, that's all we got, mate. Um, you got anything for him, Zorks, before we go? Uh, yeah, how are your Tottenham Hotspurs going? <laughs> oh, fuck. I knew it was going too smooth, wasn't it? Uh, I just don't understand how the team is so stacked yet we can't, we, we're not, we're not at the top of the, you know, top three. Like, oh, how's it possible? I don't know, yeah. So who do you go for, Zorks? Uh, I'll go for Man United. They're not having a great run either. But we've got a few Spurs. Darcy Gardner, another one of our teammates, he's massive on the Spurs. Uh, he's given up on them as well, so... No, nah, we've got a little yeah, bit of EPL culture around at the club as well, I mate. I hate soccer, man. And they go for the Spurs. So I want to come watch you guys. I want to come watch you play. I want to come watch you play. I've told you, like, whenever you want tickets, wherever we are in Australia, you're getting, like... Actually. Like, yeah. you're getting some good tickets. Oh, yeah. Robbo, actually, Robbo reckons that you only um, support him. Yeah. That's but, uh, it. On you Wikipedia. On AFL. Wikipedia says he's... Oh, yeah. 100%. I'm, I'm going to... Um, yeah, well, I, I, I used to go to North Melbourne because they played in Canberra sometimes. <laughs> Oh, fair enough. Actually, yeah, yeah. don't mind it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But no. what was, on, one, one, one for it. What was it like in Canberra? Like, I don't know. It just doesn't. It's nice. Yeah, it's not all depends. What do you What do you like to do? Like, it looks like it's a it's, it's a nice family place. Like my family, well, home home. My family lives there. It's yep. nice and quiet. Politicians live there, so there's nice cafes, good food. Like, obviously, it's not as you know nightlife compared to Sydney or Melbourne yeah. Yeah. or, or yeah. Brizzy. Yeah, it's not the same, but it's a nice, calm little place. So. It's actually good if you want to get away from get away from it all, you know. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, well, nah. Cheers, Nick. That's all we got for uh, you today, mate. You've been on here for like how long? You've been on here for fucking twenty minutes. I said five to ten minutes. So sorry, <laughs> sorry, mate. Sorry, mate. Time flies. <laughs> We're having fun with one of the goats of tennis in yep. Australia. So, nah, mate. Best of luck to you for twenty twenty two. Like, I know this is just the beginning for you, and I can see this person who just wants to, you know, accomplish so much on the court and off the court. So, I really appreciate your time, mate. And I'll see you on Call of Duty soon, I guess. Appreciate it. Appreciate it, guys. Thanks, Robert. Anytime. Like, you're, you're a fucking legend, mate. Oh, I don't have to go too far, mate. I, got, I said so much good shit about you. You gave me a little pat on the back. Um, good luck in your tests on the way home, mate. I really appreciate that. All right, guys. Take it easy. <laughs> yeah. right. mm-hmm. See you, mate. Love you. <laughs> bye. Bye. I love you too. Bye. Bye. Nick Curios. Is he a fucking ripper? Mate, I love how honest he is. He doesn't care. But he, he can't. So, like, with footy, we can't be fully honest, can no, we? No, 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 no. So, obviously, we've got, like, sponsors galore you're and representing the you're, club, you're, employer. You're, you're, yeah, you're representing more than just the individual. Yeah. And I know he's got his own personal sponsors. Yeah, but he chooses them probably, wouldn't he? Uh, yep, I would say so. Like, he would probably pick out the ones that... So, it's with Yonex. I think that's, like, a tennis brand. Yeah, that's his tennis brand, yeah. And he's got Nike, Nike, Beats by Dre. Yeah. And now he's doing something and beyond, beyond me. Beyond me, which... Uh, I've saw a few ads. Do so you know that? I've never seen it before. I don't know. Yeah, what it is. and he's like he does a lot of stuff with Uber Eats as well for yeah, the Australian Open. Like he's on all the ads. Like he's such a marketable guy. And I there's always going to be people that dislike people. Yeah, doesn't matter. They could be the best person in the world, but people would dislike I'll find you. Something. Um, 
But he seems like a ripper, eh? He is. Like every time we play video games together, like uh, he's, he's like he's like that, but way funnier. Like uh, you, yeah. <laughs> he's very very not modest yeah, sometimes. Yeah, on, on I mean, but like he is making a bag. He's like uh, I think his net worth's like twelve million or something. Yeah, like that. yeah. and and nine million prize money. It's pretty. That's good, a lot it? of money. It is. That's like. Yeah, it is. <laughs> why can't I play individual sport? It is, and I feel like what he's been able to achieve this summer yeah, I in think Australia so. is only going to add to that. Yeah, and he's um, talking about going to see. I hope for his tennis sake, like he continues well, on the path he's like going at the moment, and he does the doubles, and that's great with Tanasi. But yeah, I love watching him play in the singles. I mean, no one serves as consistently and as fast as him. Yeah, he oh, he's put, a, he hit two twenty. He can put the ball anywhere in that in that Rob box. I'm going to get on Rob vlogs, I reckon, and like do like a tennis thing with him. Yeah. Like to see if I can get a ball back. Not a chance in here. You don't reckon I get one oh, back? Oh, you won't even see it. Won't see it. You will not see the ball. I can see, if I can see him in the Gabba kick Let room, like I think I could see his ball's coming at me. Daniel Medvedev stands five metres behind the baseline. Is that the Russian dude? Yep. And he's six foot five. Yep. Stands mm. five metres behind the baseline. Yeah. And struggled getting them back. You have no chance. I don't know. I've got like guts. No, no, I've got no, guts no, and determination. You, I promise you. Give me, a, give me a couple of weeks. Like I promise you, you won't see the ball. I'll hit it back. Not on the court, but I'll, I'll touch it with my racket. If, if we asked him just then, he would have said, you will not get a point oh, against him. I should have said that. No, I'm not going to get a point against him. I said, I'm going to hit it back. You're still not going to hit it back. Fuck that. I'm going to do it. You um, and, and I think the, the public as well, like their perception is changing, but even talking to Swanee today, Greg Swan, I'm not going to say what he said, but he was like, he's got so much talent, he can be one of the best players right. in tennis. Like he can be the best in the world. That's what I'm hoping at trajectory of what he's been able to achieve <laughs> this summer. Just keep going on that because I think he's going to, like I, f- I feel like the singles players absolutely love him, and there's always going to be people yeah. in that in the bubble it, that don't like him. Yeah, but the raps that Rafa and they hit side his DMs and stuff. Even Novak yeah. did apparently because like he was saying um, when I was talking to him. When I was talking to him, he was like, "No one, no one stuck up for Novak." And then he like apparently like Nick came out and media yeah. and said something about him, and then Novak messaged him saying, "I really appreciate support. Like, I appreciate standing up for me. No one else has." That's it. So like little things like that, man. Hopefully you can have a good, good on year. him. Hopefully you can have a good year. Come on, Nick. It's good talking to him. Um, quick one. Yeah. Uh, just to, to sign off. Yep. Um, you love your TV shows, right? I really yeah. want, I actually want to pick your brain about this because sure. on the massage table in the in the gabatoire, Yeah. You're always talking about some reality show, and I don't really I don't watch anything because I usually either play games or do something else. So, what's your top three at the moment? Or what's uh, what's going on in the reality world? Well, maths is back. Maths is back. So that's Which, top. That's number one. Uh, Every night is it? Uh, so it's Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So Mrs. Friday, Saturday. So but five as days the, a week. As it starts getting to the pointy end, it drops off a night. So it might be only Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Sunday. And how long does it go for? A couple uh, months? Yeah. Yeah. Block number two. Oh, no. Nah, fucking man. The block was dead after the first season, bro. Let's be honest. <laughs> oh, I love the, the block. The block was not it. Like, block was it to start off with. Nah. Like, nah. nah, love the block. Which one, which one? Which one? Which one? The um, the AFL player was in it. Um, Jolly. Jolly. Jolly, yeah. Oh. What, what what season was that? Four or five years ago, two seventeen, maybe two eighteen. How how far in was that? Like season wise? No, ages. Like, ages. Like six years in or something. No, no, no. What? I feel like the block's been around for twenty years. You reckon? I don't know. Look it up. Nah, no way, man. I, the, it didn't start before AFL. Not before I started playing. Yeah, I reckon. It's the 14th year. It hasn't started this since then. If I have, I'll, it's I'll stand be, corrected. It's going to be somewhere around that number. So are you a Survivor fan? Like That's been around for fucking 20 years. Yeah, but I liked it earlier. I don't like what they're doing now. They're changing they it up now? too much. Too oh, many celebrities like, get me out of here what and is stuff. It? Oh, that's, nah, um, what do they got? Uh, blood versus water. What, the, what is so that? So it's like family members and friends come in and they see who's... Yeah, but you've got to change it up once in a while. Like, I know, I don't like it. You can't keep doing the same Survivor for 40 years. I don't like it. Oh, that's good. So you got you got maths, you got the block two. What else is there? And I started getting back into Big Brother two years ago. Uh, is that Tahan's season? Uh, I don't know. Don't know? Shout don't out to Tahan. Nah, the guy his... with the afro won a... Marley? Was it Marley? I don't know, bro. Yeah, it was him. It. He won maybe 2021 20, or 2020. Right, so next question is, what? What's, are you going to try and do any of this? So what's life post footy? Like, say, yep. worst case scenario, the Chili's blows up. Yeah. <laughs> you retire this year. What, what, what's, what's the go? What would you go on? On the, the anchor for rip through it. No. <laughs> That's where it's at, guys. <laughs> He'd be dead wood for rip through it, mate. I'll carry myself. Uh, yeah, look, Rob, I'm trying to do a little bit of radio stuff at the moment. Yeah, you're good. Um, I actually, I'll, I will say that you are, you are good on radio. You speak very well. Thanks, Rob. Um, has that been a, a thing you've learned through being a captain, you reckon? Or that's, you've always been able to speak well? We do it so much. Like yeah. we talk to you media outlets. Yeah. You talk to them so much. You just get confident in what you're saying. And um, when you're able to articulate sentences and think clearly and yeah. just absorb, I don't know, you just get better at it. Yeah. It's like anything the more you, you do, do it. the better you get at it. So Just like sex. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, well, you're, you're not going to nail it first time, <laughs> are you? Some can. Oh, some can, some, some can. can't. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that, that's something I'm obviously interested in doing. You know, I've seen, you've seen me do a little bit of commentary on yes, the Fox I will say stuff. That, yeah. So that's something that I'm extremely passionate about and would like to do. Um, I don't know. You, you feel like you're going to miss footy when your I've, I've reckon, eventually are. I reckon in my head, it's like high school. I wanted to leave high school so bad. Like, I can't wait to get in the real world and do all my stuff. Yeah. As soon as I got to the real world, I was like, fuck, man, I want to be back in high, high school. school. Yeah. I reckon oh, I that's the same with me in footy. Like, I'm yep. like, I'm ready to finish footy. Yep. Um, still got the motivation to win premierships and all, all that shit. I'm just saying, like, when I, I'm looking forward to retirement when it happens. Yeah. But then I reckon, like, one or two years in, I'm like, oh, man. Oh, I agree. Yeah, that's how I sort of see it as well. It's almost like you're thinking about when it's finished, but then. When it actually finishes, yeah, like, then it'll be like you don't know what you got till it's gone, sort of thing. So, <laughs> you don't, don't know what you got till it's gone. Till it's gone. Well, that's it. So, I don't know. I feel like I want to be yeah. around footy still. I, I love being outdoors. Love it, like love it to bits. Yeah, uh, and I, I could see myself as like a a, a development coach or a. Mm. I don't know, maybe I don't know, like a leadership coach or something yeah, like that. I, yeah, I, I agree. Like, I don't know, something like, something down that line. Would, Whatever you put your head to, I know you'll be able to. Like you got, you're going to choose something that you're passionate about and you you know what you're talking about. That's what I that's, think would be good. Yeah, so that's obviously what I'm looking at. Um, post footy, whether it's the end of this year, next year, whenever face gives me the flick, mm. whatever. But um, who's going to tap you on the shoulder? You're going you're to do it yourself. I think I'll do it myself. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'd like that. I, I don't think I'll be <laughs> a person that like just keeps hanging on until they say, "All right, mate, you're actually going to go." Uh, like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go, guys. Hey, um, you're pretty much as a furniture at the moment. Yeah, like, I don't know. I, I, I got the tap on the shoulder last year. Yeah, Faye sat me down like around two or three. Yeah. I reckon he ta- was like, Mate, just "Let that us, let us me. know." That Did it really? No, from fucking Zorko. <laughs> he was seriously not, like, yeah. he, he seriously like, "Mate, if you think you're ready or you're not, you know, get on the park and stuff, like, you let me know." And I was like, the f- "What the fuck? What are we talking about?" I'm just playing a wing position. Now. I'm not getting the ball. It's not my fault. Like, I'm still chasing it. But anyway, that's... I'll, Chase the nary, mate. I'm still... Yeah. So kids out there, get the footy. Otherwise, you don't get, <laughs> get games. No. Best bit of advice is... And we're going through it a little bit at the moment. Like, yeah. A lot of kids get drafted these days, but they can't... They expect... Kick, but they can't kick left, oh. right, hand pass, left, right. You're talking the best trainer on left foot in the history of the game. Like... I thought it was a requirement that you had to be able to do that really well on both sides I of your foot. I thought so growing up. That's what I always thought growing up. But it's, it's changed so much. And we're actually it's, having to teach yeah. our kids now, like our younger players, like you need to work just as hard on your opposite foot. I, like, think, it's, I think it's more athletes. Hand. I think it's more athletes these days and they can just drill that into you when you get drafted. Mm, because but, you, but you can't. Yeah, well, it takes time. That's it. You need to get stuck into it. You can't be like doing extra sessions with them because you're limited to time on track. Like it's, people think we train, why aren't you doing training when it's nine o'clock at night? Like, no, we train, we have a specific time. We have to be. That's right. Like it's A4PA stuff. And that training is like nailing your drills and yeah. executing your plans. You don't plans. want to muck around. You shouldn't be doing your hand passing and your kicking during them to try and get better. <laughs> yeah. Like you should be coming with that and you should be fine tuning that in spare time. You know, yeah. when we've got it. Luckily, Steve Canal, Shane Rogers are the best recruiters in the country, so we don't have to do that at that club. They've nailed it. They've done very well. They've nailed it. So well, Dane Zorko, 56-minute podcast. Like, that's as long as it gets. It's, it's that long. It's going, yeah. You're going to cut that up with a couple ads or? No, no, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. But, Dane, I like this little thing we've got uh, going thanks, on. Um, Sean, you should be shitting yourself because You're I, might have found, I, might, I might have found a new partner in crime. But, Dane Zorko, thank you so much for coming today. I know your time means a lot and it's so expensive. <laughs> <laughs> but thank yeah, you for coming on, Dane. Yeah. Thanks, mate. No, I did. I had a lot of fun. Thank Thanks, you. mate. Bit sweaty? Yeah. Sorry, no, mate. You're, you're, you're a sweaty bloke. But uh, <laughs> that is Rip Through a Podcast, episode 52. Nick Kyrgios, Dane Zorko. Oh!